The D&D Beyond player app places your Dungeons & Dragons characters into the palm of your hand. Access your character sheets and browse their stats, even when you're offline. Choose your spells and actions to master your class and plan your next turn. Track hit points, spell slots, conditions and features to make playing D&D smoother than ever before. This is beyond pen and paper. This is D&D Beyond. Yay, what's up everybody? How you doing? I get engulfed by the gelatinous cube. I feel my safe on purpose. I hate this so much already. I do that thing where you touch the microphone, but this is such a nice microphone. I don't want to touch it. I know that feel. These bronze dice rolling. Oh, it's, it sounded like a grit. Or it is triggered. <laughs> like you're like the dice rolling drop, and then you just dropped. <laughs> Drop the True. microphone. I hope those were like greatest fancy greatest level dice, stone no, dice. We lost B Dave. He's like, True. that's no, it. I'm, I'm, I'm never far. <laughs> I just I realized when you roll dice, maybe I should have some. That's what the dice roller and D Beyond is for. You know, I start with the dice roller and then it betrays me and then I switch back. <laughs> into my oh, at least dice. if you get good rolls out of actual dice, because I don't. I'm sorry, yeah, I need Jasmine. a dice jail in the dice roller. Uh, I actually submitted that as a potential thing that we should have as part of dice the... jail, I, I, I uh, a say, dice tray. Yeah. Throw that aside, C20 away, like you can like throw it and instead. As mm-hmm. an aside, friend of the show, Anna Prosser, legit has the worst luck I've ever seen a human being have now. Uh, I've, having played with her a couple times, I had her in one-on-one shots this week. I've never seen a human being roll that many like ones and twos. Like statistically anomalously bad. Like, <laughs> like I was like, maybe you should switch dice. Also, those are bad. Oh, I think okay. she was also very bad at dice camera action. Like yeah. her mm-hmm. rolls were terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah she's got bad, bad luck. As, yeah, as someone who uh, min-maxes my stats so that I have a modifier so that I can still roll well, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Are yes, we playing D&D? <laughs> <laughs> we're just this hanging out. This is D&D. Out. This no, is we're just going to talk about it. No, I, was, I was entertained by the conversation. I guess I, I should welcome everyone. Hello and welcome to another episode of Silver and Steel right here on D&D Beyond, Tuesday night, 6 to 8 p.m. every single week. Um, we are up to episode 13, which is pretty exciting. I'm so excited to see uh, what adventures our party gets up to today. But before they get up to anything, we need to know who they are and uh, who they play. Uh, we're going to go in reverse order today. Take it away, Megan. Put me on the spot. Hello, right? everyone. I'm Megan Kendrick. I'll be playing Sophia's a level five alchemist artificer. And I've never fought a, a flail snail. Um, so this is going to be really interesting today. Also, if you loved my patented butter perfume, then you're going to love my new line called Uday Purple Worm. It'll be sure to attract your favorite mole, and it comes packaged in a tinker toy-like bottle that emits an odor. I mean, essence of purple worm. It almost sounds like, like a beverage you'd drink. Like, can you, like, I mean, do you eat the purple worm at the bottom of every bottle? Like, is it a cup like tequila? Now it is. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel it is like now. You, I think it's, it's you, a liquor soaked worm. It's mm. it, yeah, no, it's like full of juice, right? And it's got a closed mouth, and you like peel open all four of its mouths, wherever those things are. You know how they do, 
and then then you just chug it. It's like monster energy drink, only it's a monster. You made it way sure. It's literally I mean, a monster energy drink. what I was imagining, because I was imagining like a bottle that you spray all the perfume uh, and the worm think, at the bottom. I mean, mm. there's like a noise. That... <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, Eddie, Eddie. oh, I was thinking of an organic worm, which mm. I was like. No, I mean, it's organic, but it still makes yeah. that noise. But it's, it's organic, but it That's is not cruelty-free. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it's still alive, it's, too. That's the thing. It's full cruelty. I halloo. <laughs> Speaking of full cruelty, Todd, who are you? And I am the full oh. cruelty. Uh, <laughs> as Patrick Stewart once said, uh, <laughs> I am the full cruelty. Uh, I am the creative manager at D&D Beyond, and I am playing Averin, and I am also... The concubine of Megan Kenrick. Uh, she is my wonderful wife. I don't know what true. that means. Uh, is, you are a bit consort. That is true. Yeah, consort, whatever. I don't know. What, I, don't, I don't know what's don't happened. Know. It's already gone away from me. And we're Wait, am, I, am, I the trickster, am I the trickster god now? Y yes. You, that's the cool. trick. Is It's been you the whole time. Uh, <laughs> it's been you the entire time. Averin's just a villager who was mining potatoes. You know how you mine potatoes? Yeah. Potatoes? That's who I am. From the earth? Yeah. I want French fries. Yeah, fair. God put potatoes here for me and for you. Take advantage, man. Take mm. advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, take it away. I don't know how to follow any of that. I'm Lauren Irvin. I'm the community manager for D&D Beyond. I like potatoes. <laughs> B Dave. B Dave Walters. I say words about things. Uh, I'm everywhere seven days a week doing stuff. Uh, crowdfunding for a documentary right now. Check it out on my Twitter at B Dave Walters. Uh, and I'm just here to make some escargotum. You were thinking about that. You prepped Can, that. You, you, you've been waiting to make that joke. First of all, yeah. first of all, uh, yep. no, that was all fresh off the dome. That was. Two, here's how much I love. Jasmine, I love you so much, Jasmine. I love the fact that we're just here live and you're chilling, putting on makeup, eating food. Like, I mean, it's like we're at that, we're 13 episodes. We're at that stage in our relationship, internet. That we're, is, the, you just, we're fully comfortable. This is proof that we're I put real way too much game. chicken in my mouth. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, I, was, I can get through this during B Dave's intro. And then I realized the intro is coming to an end and I still had chicken in my mouth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's good chicken. Mm -hmm. It is, safety. it's chicken shawarma. Oh, did you make this this time? No, 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 no. Mm. I ordered in, but mm. um, I do love me uh, like shawarma. That's like my favorite food. So that's a treat. It's, it, you know how I know you love it? You say it correctly. Or we're like shawarma. <laughs> yeah. I you, like shawarma. Shawarma. you like shawarma? You like shawarma? I do want to find out where you ordered it from so that I can get some myself. So Yeah, I'll DM you. Yeah. This place is dope. And they have a great garlic paste. And the garlic paste is my favorite part because I'm a big uh. garlic fan. But I'm an even bigger fan of D&D. &D. Look at that segue. I'm going to be ready this Oops. time. We're going to order gyros. <laughs> you know, we were doing good. And then you did bad. <laughs> Next episode is just like the dinner episode. It's that, it's that time in a D&D &D campaign where everybody comes and is like, man, I'm so tired. Can we just like eat and talk? And we're going to spend two hours just having really That's good the food best show. We yeah. Our show is actually after we're done playing, talking about the game. Yep. <laughs> Each episode. Yeah. Each episode. Wait, yeah. how do you say it again, Jasmine? Called, the show's Shorma? called Uninvited. Oh, I can't roll my tongue. Oh, so you can't do that. Sharma. 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 Yeah. And some of the other words, it's like every culture says it differently because a lot of countries share the cuisine. So, like when it comes to like hummus, some people say hummus and other people say hummus. I've heard hummus. Yeah, there's like a lot of different ways to say uh, basically everything other than hummus is correct. <laughs> right. Okay. We're so like, I won't well, say this is that America. Way. We're gonna make it correct. <laughs> this is America. 
America. So basically everything I know that's not American is is probably wrong the way that No, I'm your life is it. a lie. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's probably all a lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's not even Todd, it's Toad. Yeah. <laughs> it's been Toad this entire time. The that's just like broken. I had a friend whose name was Sean spelled S E A N and anytime people would be like, "How do you spell that?" he'd be like, "The correct way." Oh, yeah. He'd always say that every time when people were like, how do you spell that? He'd just be like, the correct way. And I'm like, this is the hill you're going to die on. Is that the also, correct Also, that's like, that is, that is, hip, that's, that is proof. That's hipster crap and no one likes you. Yeah. <laughs> people I don't still know call that me, guy, um... but I hope he's watching and that no one likes you, bro. Because that, that, that is why. Out. Oh, yeah. geez. Wow. That you know, was like a thousand no, people. Here's the important point. No here's the important that. thing, internet. At no point has Jasmine corrected me. At no point is she like, no, he's a bro. He's the best guy. She's like, yeah, no, screw that guy. <laughs> I mean, is we were on the same, same as, debate felt- team. And I don't know if you know the type of people that competitive debate attracts. Mm-hmm. It's a certain it's a certain type. There's a certain type there, you know, and some of them are great people, great mm-hmm. people. But some of them are like you. You were on the debate team. It's and, true. And Thank thus- you. Thank you. Great people on the debate team. Mm -hmm. Todd is not exaggerating when we spend a lot of time talking after the show. And one of the things we were talking about is anytime someone's arguing to be the devil's advocate, no one wants that. No one wants that. Yeah. Now, as soon as as someone says not to play devil's advocate. Don't. It's kind of like how everything before but doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 Literally. Yeah. Okay. I understand what you're saying. But... Yeah, no, ner- nerd rage receding, ready to kill some snails. Sorry. <laughs> I'm right. still angry about the talk. Can we, can we but just have another stream where we just talk for two hours? Right? Just a podcast? Yeah. 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 We'll, call, okay. it a, I've we'll got call it a Toddcast. A Toddcast. Oh, Toadcast. Because Sorry. there's not enough Sorry. things Forgive on this, this channel that have his name. I'm totally up for it. I'll produce this. I'll I'll, I'll put it out as a podcast. Todd Talks is your fault, by the way. Anyways. <laughs> it talks. is, and I'm totally willing to accept responsibility. Everyone thinks no it's my fault. <laughs> wow, that guy really thinks highly of himself. Right? <laughs> Named a show after himself. It is an accurate oh, description of what is happening. Todd talks. Yes, yeah. it's, talk. it's technically true. It is. Yes. Listen, I come up with the best names. I'm just saying. Well, not to play the devil's advocate, but I do have something to cheer all of you up. We've got some uh, great gifts. Yay, Robo Yay. Robo. I love yes. these gifts so much. I can hear yeah. Jasmine yelling at me as this character <laughs> through the gift. It's a flail snail. It'll mm-hmm. humble you. It'll, It'll humble you. you. It's about so to try. Any of my characters just yell <laughs> that I'm thinking about. No, I, lo- I love it. Fun. They're all they're like, all congested. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. They're, they're all people I've met in New York. Also, that uh, freely waving is going to be a gift that I use on a regular yeah, yeah. basis on Twitter now. Yeah, I, I am always a fan of gifts that do not require any other explanation. And so being where, waving frantically makes me so where, happy. I can't handle where, my own where, face. Where are these, though? Like, it's the one above it is me waving from. But, like, who who posted these? Ro- so I can- uh, these are- Robo Goblin. Yep. Robo Goblin zero one, I believe. So. Perfect. Perfect. Robo Goblin is perfect. the gift master. Yes. Absolutely. There's a lot of competition for that title, but it's leading the league right now, that's for sure. Also, I, I, I still I want a rolling another. fish tank. <laughs> it's it's fine. I mean, I'm just an envy, though, because I kind of wish I had some some shawarma. I mean, apparently that word doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. I can't say it. Yep. Shawarma. I just appreciate, like, she, I feel like she, like, throws up a little bit every time we say it wrong. We're like, no, that's not true at all. I, mean, <laughs> I wasn't going to call so you out. You, you exposed yourselves. Because- I, it's true. 
Congratulations, you played yourself. I am totally willing to admit that I, I can name things. I just can't say things. So I don't know what I'm doing on the show. Goodbye. It's true. <laughs> okay, see you later. I feel like I make it worse every time I try saying it right. I'm just not going to say it. But you know, what you can do right is fight six flail snails. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, I this transition. So flail snails I'm... have resistance to magic. But we don't know that. We don't know that. We don't, we don't know that. <laughs> I, I have Secret not, stuff. I've we don't know you, that. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Um, you were, I had already rolled for initiative. I had Freely as going first. Blank as going second. Sophia's is going third. Callie as going fourth. And then we had Snail A, who's already taken a, shun- a chunk of damage. Yeah, I dropped it on him. Mm-hmm. And then we have Averin after that snail. And then we've got a whole slew of snails. A, a slew? A, a pack? Slew, a slew. Uh, what does one call multiple snails? A blessing? I don't know. <laughs> no, mm, We're silly with snails. Mm. What, what do we call a group of snails? And Escar. It's called a route, a walk. Oh. Really? Group of snails Wait, can be referred what? to as a route, walk, or a word that I'm not going to pronounce correctly. <laughs> I sure yes. hope it's not a route Which of snails, I, or we're in trouble. That's literally what it says. Yep. I've thank thank you for quick googling, but yes. Just, now, uh, now those are snails. What you want hmm. to call a group of flail snails is totally up to Jasmine and, and her wonderful world. So we're gonna Bernoc, call them dead. Bernoc the bear says Bernoc the bear says uh, flail cargo, but I like fail cargo. Yep. It depends on if we, we win, win or not, whether or not yeah. it's fail. fail if uh, we win. <laughs> if we win. True. Yep. Also, so. also, I have exactly two spell slots left, and these things are gigantic. So here we go. Let's. Uh, <laughs> we're going to make this happen. So when we last left our party, they had ventured into the sea caves in an attempt to make it to Callie's hometown in the Underdark. Uh, they came across a flail snail connoisseur, hunter, Seeker, a seeker of flail snails uh, who went only by the name Blank. Uh, he was a gnome with a candle on his head and uh, crazy wiry mutton chops and wispy like seafoam green hair. Uh, he took a shine to Callie because he realized Callie was uh, from around his parts and that uh, she understood the parlance. And uh, he had a, what, a mole train. Which mole! Was- <laughs> a lot of puns were made about. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a uh, crazy uh, contraption, basically a dog sled pulled by giant moles. And he needed help gathering his moles together since he had set them almost like hunting dogs to track down flail snails. And a few of them had gone missing. The most precious of these, Larry, uh, was found cornered in a cave full of flail snails. Uh, Freely rapidly tried to get to his uh, you know, rescue um, however, he was struck by the bludgeoning flail of one of these snails. And this is so difficult to describe these encounters. <laughs> and he was thrown aside. And he is currently, I believe, n- knocked out, passed yep. out on the ground. Oh, oh no. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He is unconscious as of right now. But Blink is attempting to help you, and everyone else has just entered the battle. So we did the very first round with Freely and Blink. And now we are at the top of the round. The rest of you have entered uh, this like sort of uh, cave or this offshoot um, 
away from the the main chamber you were in. And uh, once again, you see Blink uh, furiously trying to shove knives, forks, all matter of shrapnel, thumbtacks into the front of what is a comically large blunderbuss about the size of him. Freely, you get to act first. What do you do? Uh, now, to be clear, even though I'm dual wielding, if I cast a cantrip, I cannot use my bonus action to attack, correct? I mean, correct? I don't believe so, unless you have an ability that allows you to attack as a bonus action, like the way barbarians do. I don't, I mean, I am dual wielding, but besides that, I do not. No mm -hmm. problem. Okay. Uh, you guys can see Freely do something he's never done before, where his sword erupts into green flames. <laughs> green flame blade to uh, attack this thing, which I make a melee attack, which I already rolled. Uh, is 19 enough to hit? The one I'm already hurt, by the way. Yes, is, the one that's closest to you. A 19 yeah. does hit. Mm -hmm. So I'm still going to drop my smite on him, though. <laughs> okay. Because I need to try and put at least one of these things away because the odds are not in our favor. Mm -hmm. For 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage. Nice. So let me see. You had already put, did I keep track of? I had laid a not insignificant beating on it all. No, I believe you had already cut off three tentacles. Mm hmm Okay. So as your, your blade comes down and mm -hmm. you slice off two of the remaining tentacles, none of its tentacles remain. And as this happens, it retreats into its shell and begins a sound that shatters your eardrums and is simultaneously the most pathetic and the most disturbing sound you've ever heard in your life. It is high pitched, it is groany, and it's just, it starts shaking the walls of the cavern around you in a just monotonous, never ending wail. Do the other snails react in any way? Nope. Well, uh, Blink takes absolutely one lovely. look at it and says, well, let's see. <laughs> Blink took, takes one look at it and says, oh, yeah, it's going to do that for about 11 minutes. Oh, my God. 11 minutes? They do what? that when they die. Why didn't you tell me that before I killed it? Well, that's what, if you cut off all the flail snails flails, then it retreats and it, 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 Oh God! And he don't, starts. I don't <laughs> like. I don't like kale. Don't aim at the. <laughs> Why flails. is everyone yelling kale? It's, Do not aim at the flails. It's a terrible sound, and it it won't stop until oh! And he takes aim at another one of it, the other one that the one that struck um Larry. <laughs> Sail is a terrible song. <laughs> and his shot goes flying wide. He takes aim and gets knocked back by the force of his blunderbuss. And, you know, the shrapnel flies and hits the ceiling, but does not hit any of the flail snails. Uh, Sophia, it is your turn. Larry, the most precious mole is currently unconscious, right? Uh, yes. I would like to cast Sanctuary on Larry. Oh, okay. I'll make sure he's okay. You see like a little protective, almost like a blanket, yeah. come okay. and envelop itself around Larry, tucking him in where he is on the floor. Yeah, like a blue cloud comforter, just tuck him in. It even nestles around the arrowhead that's sticking out of his head. Oh, is he hurt at all? He is, <laughs> yes, quite a bit. I'm going to- uh, Make him a warrior's death. I'm going to cast <laughs> Healing Word. 
Okay. <laughs> and how much does that heal him for? That heals him for 11 points. 11 points. So you see Larry's little legs start kicking and you see his nose start snuffling. And with the blanket, the ethereal little cloud blanket still on him, he kind of gets up and like snuffles around. Is that all you want to do on your turn? I would also like to attack the flail snail that Freely just attacked. Okay. Um, the one that's in its shell? Yeah, the one that he just cut the tentacles off that's currently screaming really loudly. Okay. Like a toddler having a tantrum mm -hmm. for really loud. I kind of like fumble this green sludge because it's so loud. It's kind of distracting um, and jarring. I'm just going to try and pull out this circular utensil and blow a green uh, sludgy bubble at it and mm -hmm. cast Acid Splash. Okay. That is a deck save of 14, first of all. All right. 12 points of damage. Okay. So because this is a flail snail, it actually has advantage on saving throws against spells, which it succeeds. And, oh gosh. Okay, so now we roll a d6 to see what happens. Got a five. So, but you notice this, the, the shell start to scintillate as your acid like comes and, and splashes against it. And then you see it almost like seep into the shell, but it doesn't really um, melt the shell. It just kind of gets absorbed into it. And then you see the shell start to glow and then boom, each creature within 30 feet of the snail must make a DC 15 constitution saving throw, <laughs> which I believe is going to be Larry Blink and Freely. Oh, no. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, that's okay. That's all right. No, no, we're good. Con, you I have say? made a terrible decision. 18. What, what do I need? Uh, 15. So you pass. Hey. So you only take. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you only take uh, three force damage as the ah. shell's energy splashes against you. And I witnessed that was when she hit it with a spell? Mm-hmm. Yep. Good, good, good. Are Larry and Blink okay? Blink is. Larry is not. Aww. But he only takes six damage. So he gets knocked over again as the force like kind of pushes him and manages to regain his footing. He looks a little worse for the wear, but he's still on his feet. And then it is, let's see here, Callie's turn. In the psychic link so that I don't have to try to yell over this uh, flailing of death snails. Do we want to just grab the last mole and retreat? Uh, well, well, how much? How much melee are you all capable of? I am only capable of of melee and ranged attacks, but there are a lot of these snails, and I would like to survive to go rescue my father. Uh, well, I mean, how many are there really? I mean, there's just there are six. There's six. What do you mean? You think yeah. this is silly? It's this when. <laughs> oh, the psychic link? Okay. Yeah, the psychic link. No, I like the idea that we've been yelling in this entire time into the psychic link. That's fun too. I can't even hear my own thoughts. I mean, these things live here. It's it's not our it's not our problem. We can go. But pretty. Look at their shells. Yes. Also, their shells are prone to that. But and but, I but the but the mole man. We were we're trying to help the mole man. Like he seems like a. I'm watching him like shovel spoons and forks into mm -hmm. his blender bus. He seems like a upright, well, relatively say, put together fellow. He did say he'd give us a ride if we helped him. Yeah, but I could give you a ride, okay? Like I could put you on my back, right? I mean, okay, you can still carry me, but that doesn't mean we're gonna get there any faster. 
as, as the two of them continue to grouse at each other, <laughs> Callie will move so that she is between the flail snails and the mole mm-hmm. that is trying to escape. <laughs> is, is anyone currently adjacent to a snail? Uh, Larry is and Freely is. And Blink is pretty close to one as well. Are okay. you snail adjacent? Well, that's important for reasons. So, okay. The one that is adjacent to Larry. Um, mm-hmm. gonna... Psychic blades. All right. Here we go. Is that the uh, one without tentacles? Or I'm looking for one that's alive, not the dead okay. one that's screaming. Is there okay. a live one that's adjacent to somebody? Wait, is the yes. one screaming dead? It's dying. It's in its death rows. So, like, we don't have to hit it anymore for it to just die on its on its own? Yeah, it's just going to take 11 minutes to scream. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And we've got five more of these. Okay, so is there one that is still alive that is adjacent to somebody? Yes, there is one that is alive that is adjacent to that is adjacent to Larry, the mole. Are, I don't know if that counts. Is would Larry be considered oh, I think is it an ally? I mean, even a familiar can. Like it doesn't have to be like actively fighting, it just has to be nearby. Is is Larry considered an enemy of the snail? Yes, I would say yes. Awesome. Then that's what I'm going after. The snail tracking mole. Perfect. I just need for my sneak attack for an enemy to be adjacent to it. So okay. Thank you very much, Larry. Uh, is that an an 18 to hit? Uh, that hits. Awesome. So my first psychic blade, 20 psychic damage. Okay. And then I will bonus action hit it again. It's a 14 hit. It does not. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, I will move so that I am, I mean, these moles are huge, so I can't really be on like, yeah, they're, they're about the, they're the size of a very, very large corgi. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Like a husky corgi. It's chunky moles. Oh, those husky corgis are so cute. All right. Kelly's going to move in such a way so that she can try to block this flail snail from hitting Larry. Okay. So you're going to place yourself between. The flail snail and Larry. Perfect. Yeah, I imagine I'm like straddling Larry's head or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will try to protect this mole as much as possible. Okay. And that will be the end of my turn. Uh, the dying flail snail continues its death wails. Uh, Averin, it is your turn. Oh, boy. Okay. So we don't seem to be disengaging. <laughs> well, you had said that you wanted to help. And so here I, I am. I'm helping. I cast mirror image. <laughs> And I okay. run over and I, uh, as a bo- bonus action, invoke duplicity. So there are now f- four, five of me. Okay. And Sophia's, th- throw me the perfume. Wait, which, the, which one the are snail you? Snail stink. Whatever makes me like attractive to snails. Do you have something, anything that makes me like attractive to snails? I, I have uh, this perfume here. Yes. Yeah. Um, here. I hope yeah. this is, Averin, I hope this is the one that You'd you actually have to are. throw it on your turn. You can plan to throw it. Uh, I'm gonna plan to throw it. Just, okay. You're already pretty just, slimy. Just, just smack me with it. Just hit me. Just break, break it over me. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a ship that you're christening as he Clink. goes off the sea. <laughs> I'm just gonna flash dance this with all okay. five of me um, on your snail voyage. I am dancing in front. Of, I'm trying to put myself in front of the the the. the I keep on wanting to say flail snails. I am saying it. I think of the other fail. I'm just trying to get their attention. I'm like, ooh, like there's okay. just five of me like dancing in their faces and like I'm stomping on the ground. I'm ho- hollering. I'm just going, I'm, just make, I'm making squawking noises. I'm just <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, I don't um, know what snail's like. Yeah, why don't you roll a intimidation check versus the snail's wisdom? 
I don't think it's going to scare it, but yeah. Does he get advantage because one of them is dead and screaming? I don't know if the scream emboldens the other snails. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. One uh, of their own is under attack. Oh, I figured it was one of their own is dead, so maybe they'd be more... uh, I only got an eight. That's good, because I got a natural 20. (laughs) Amazing. Every single time someone on the cast or myself uh, rolls a nat 20, somebody in the audience wins a legendary bundle for D&D Beyond. Usually I say that at the beginning of the show. Now I'm going to say in the middle. So uh, get your fingers ready to enter the giveaway in the chat. There you go. There, Yep, that's right. We, we all got there. We all got there. <laughs> <laughs> Flail snails. So <laughs> your mirror images, how are they positioned? Are they, when you cast the spell, are they positioned around you? Yeah, you they, 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 the they kind of constantly or? shift and twist around me. Mm-hmm. Um, I am keeping one of them, the one that's invoked duplicity is like right next to me within mm-hmm. five feet of me. Well, actually, it's I, I'd like to get it as close to freely as I can, actually, in case okay. I need to cast spells on him through it. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So each time a creature targets you with an attack during the spell's duration, mm-hmm. we'll roll a d20 to determine whether the attack and whether the attack instead targets one of your duplicates, what yeah. I'll do is I'll um, roll that twice in your favor since you rolled such a good intimidation check. If you have three duplicates, you must roll a six or higher to change the attack's targets to duplicate. With two duplicates, you must roll an eight or higher. With one uh, duplicate, you must roll an 11 or higher. Uh, but in your case, um, you have five. Yes, five. Oh, wait. So it's three. There's me. Yeah. And then there's the invoked duplicity, which is separate from this, but okay. it, it has its own rules. Okay, perfect. And then what is your dex modifier? Uh-oh, it's a plus two. Okay, perfect. So your uh, duplicates have a AC of 12. Uh-huh. Perfect. And then it is the flail snail that is between you, Callie, and uh, Larry. It is its turn. It is hurting. Two of its beautiful flails have been chopped off cruelly with psychic blades. And it chooses to lash out at you with okay. its flail tentacle. Sure. Um, it's going to make two attacks. I'm doing my best to protect Larry. Oh. Oh. So I've got a... 18 and a 14. The 14 misses, the okay. 18 hits. And so with that one, I will uncanny dodge. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so one of these flails comes at me and it's it's going to whack me on the head, but instead I kind of dodge over to the side. It just kind of grazes me. And so I mm-hmm. will take half damage. I need okay. that gift for every show. I just uncanny dodge. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do plan on doing that every single time. Uncanny dodge is my favorite thing about being a rogue. So you take four damage as the flail collides with the side of your rib and you realize that it would have collided with your head which would have been infinitely worse Mm -hmm. one of the snails that is sort of further towards the front off on um i would say freely you're facing this way freely's left or no right freely's right um and hasn't uh moved in in uh it hasn't actually gone in combat yet i think slurches its way forward Let's see. It is going to attack freely because that is who is closest to it. I got a 23. Ooh. Oh, wait. There's a multi-attack. I got a 23 and a 17. I'm going to use my shield. Okay, perfect. That will take my AC to... Wait, you said 23, you say? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, never mind. Uh, I'll, I'll take it because it that would only be enough to die. My AC is 17. Okay. So the second one... 
Wait, does it say? Oh, because the second one misses, and then the first no, one. Hits. No, if you got a 17, it's two hits. But you're using shield, right? I, I am not going to. Like, oh, I, I okay. would have used it if I could avoid all of it. Otherwise, oh, like, okay. I'll, fair, I'll... fair, fair. Yeah. I understand. You're an all or nothing kind of person. <laughs> mm hmm. So you take a total of six damage from the first flail and then <sighs> five damage from the second one as both of its legends uh, come douche, douche. One hits you in your calf and the other one hits you right on the derriere as uh, it strikes out at you with reach. The flail snail that came in, the two that came in um, sort of after you entered this cavern, they're closer to Sophia's and Averin. Since Averin is making the most noise, they're gonna go for you. Now, the spell's verbiage is so weird. So I have to roll a six or higher. Mm -hmm. Uh, to attack a duplicate, and you have advantage on that. So, or I have disadvantage on you that. You have disadvantage, yeah. Right. So the first one attacks a duplicate. So we'll take, we'll resolve that turn first. I don't know why I'm making the snails go at the same time. And then let's see if it actually hits. <laughs> I got a one and a three, so it does not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know I could roll that badly on a multi-attack. Okay, so it strikes out at the nearest mirror image, striking wide. Uh, these images are moving and gyrating a lot, uh, almost doing that dance from what we do in the shadows. And uh, the flail snail is cannot ascertain which direction you're moving in. The serpentine movements are far too much for its snail brain to comprehend, and it misses both times. The second one attacks. Uh, this one I got a 17. That's, a, that's the higher roll, or the lower roll, because mm -hmm. the other one's a 18 plus five, 23. So that one, or wait, no, I wouldn't add my modifier. It would still attack a duplicate though, because mm. it's a six or higher. Okay, perfect. And then it's going to multi-attack. I got a 19 and a 20. So this one, boosh, as, it, as its flail comes out, you just see like a, glit, a puff of glitter purple and smoke as the mirror image dispels and completely disappears. However, there are four mirror images remaining. The last flail snail moves further into the tunnel that led you into this like little cavern and it is blocking its way, but it is too far to engage in combat with any of you. And with that, it is the top of the turn. Freely, what do you do? Mm, our boy's looking a little beat up here. I was like, huh? okay, all right. Um, go after the one that um, mm -hmm. Callie's after. Yeah. Uh, in Green Flame Blade again. Okay. Uh, is 17 enough to hit it? Yes. Hey. Uh, no smite this time. I got to keep that one last spell slot in my <laughs> back pocket. Yep. Um, so that is, ooh, ooh, sorry, 10 points of damage. Another tentacle comes sliding off its head. Now it only has one left. Ah, uh, am I correct in assuming that I should not blast these things? Because it seemed to go poorly last time. Are you are you asking Blink? In, no, in the in the oh, mental, in the mental link. Stab it! Just stab it! Just stab, stab, yeah. stab, right. stab, stab. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, that is it for me. And then it is Blink's turn. Blink loads his blunderbuss and takes a shot at the same one that you were attacking freely. This time he finally manages to hit. Every time this gun goes off, Callie just winces and looks up, expecting the ceiling to fall in. <laughs> you do? Wait, does Callie look up? Oh, yeah. Every single time she's expecting. You do notice that the wailing of the flail snail is making the stalactites uh, quiver in a fashion that makes you a little uncomfortable. Oh. 
<laughs> well, this is not going to be good very quickly. <clears throat> uh, so is 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 this gnome also in our psychic link? No, no, I haven't had a chance yet. He's just out loud. <laughs> He's about to shoot. Uh-huh. He just did, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he shot. And okay. he's also half deaf, and there's a snail screaming. Yeah, so. g- go all of it, go all of it. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. <laughs> But yeah, in the psychic link, you hear Callie as she's looking up, goes, this is not going to be good very quickly. So as he shoots, the last flail comes blowing off of the flail snail's head. It also retreats into its shell and also begins its death whale. It will take, you, you hear Blink say out loud, that's not good now. 16, 17. It would take it 17. That one will bleed out in about 17 minutes. In the psychic link. I'm very impressed that he has this down to such a science that he knows I've the exact number of minutes. I've killed a lot of these. That one's maybe got 11 minutes left on it. This one's got 17. I, I'm, not clear, I'm not clear on what he role the, the moles played in this. <laughs> He's like a fry cook for like murder. Mm-hmm. Learn. Hold on, hold on, Blink. The first one uh, started screaming roughly three minutes ago. Are you sure it is not more like eight minutes? It has not been three minutes. Uh, it's time been in combat 12 seconds, moves yeah. very slowly. Yeah. Also, <laughs> 10 also, minutes and, and 52 seconds. Sophia is, is a fry cook of murder, by the way. That's mm-hmm. Sophia. true. Yeah, Sophia yeah. is a fry cook of murder. 100%. Larry attempts to scuttle to his feet to get out. He's done his job of tracking down the moles. He doesn't want to be here anymore. Um, He is going to disengage and use his full action to, well, he's only going to be able to make it to Averin. So he uses his full action to hide behind Averin's leg. He took a flail to the head and he doesn't want any more of this business. He also still has sanctuary on him, however. Sophias, it is your turn. Evelyn, here is the uh, the stinky worm juice that you asked for. I just try to make sure I embrace the the juice. <laughs> <laughs> the juice is loose. Yeah, it's, it's it'll hit within like a five foot radius, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he gets um, coated completely mm-hmm. in the in the the, the worm mucusy smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sort of sludgy but powdery at the same time. Okay. Um, and it, it kind of smells like a dirty fish tank. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, so cr- creatine. <laughs> kind, of, kind of musty, oh, kind of moldy. Oh, just add me next time. <laughs> <laughs> this only makes you more appealing to Larry, by the way. You notice now he's like kind of sniffing and looking at you curiously. Uh. And uh, <laughs> Jasmine, can you describe our environment a little bit more? Like where are we standing? Mm-hmm. Are we inside a yeah. cavern? Is it totally flat? Like there's no cliffs or anything? So basically you have separated out from like the larger uh, chamber you were in uh, through this like narrow little rocky sort of, it almost looks like it's like between two cliffs. There is a ledge very high above you um, that falls almost like to a sheer drop, which is uh, where Freely had his back to um, creating like this almost circular um, dead end, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Above you, there's stalactites. They're quivering uh, now more than ever with the second uh, whale snail joining its its uh, awful chorus, honestly. And they're not in sync at all. So they're just like <laughs> vibrating at these different frequencies. And you see the stalactites shaking. The ledge that is like behind Freely is maybe, I want to say, 60 feet up. It's uh, pretty high up and it leads to some place you can't see. It's very dark back there. In front of you, 
there are three snails closer to you and Averin, there are two, and then there is one in the sort of uh, narrow space behind you. Okay. And I believe I was the one who was holding on to Sir Biswalot. Or it's in the bag. It's in your bag. Yeah. It, it is in my okay. So I'm going to like take Sir Biswalot out mm-hmm. and hold him in one hand and with the other hand kind of study him and you see like a purple aura emerge from its body. Mm-hmm. And then I just redirect my hand down on the ground about three feet in front of me and mm-hmm. minor illusion another Sir Biswalot on the ground. Okay. And I will have this little worm follow us around for about one minute, just in case okay. there are any other flail snails. Uh, hopefully it will attract them. Mm-hmm. As you do this, it occurs to you that the moles are what is attracted to the worms and there's nothing in your cadre of knowledge that makes you think snails might be attracted to worms. And you do notice Larry's interest is highly piqued by uh, your minor illusion on the ground. He immediately looks over and debates following it. I and put, then it is- I push, I push the one that's near me, like away, like go. The go, one that's go like to clinging to your leg. Go to the worm. <laughs> Please and go to then, the worm. Callie, it is your turn. Oh dear. I'm looking up and I see these uh, stalactites. And are any of them over us? Yes. Okay. How far would my friends and I need to move in order to be out from under them? For, let's see, for you and Freely, since you're towards the back of the cavern, you'd have to use your whole, your whole action to like move twice. Uh, for Averin and Sophia's retreat would be a bit easier. Okay. Do I think that I could strategically use a uh, attack against one of these stalactites to make it drop on top of a snail? Yes. I would say 100%. That's a very creative option, especially because their integrity is greatly compromised at this time. I would like to move in the direction of exit. Uh, As I do in the psychic link, I'm going to say, we should all retreat. And and the the snail you were engaged with is actually currently retreated, so you wouldn't have to worry about attack of opportunity there. We should all retreat, and I'm going to show you why. And I would like to pull one of my real knives out because... (laughs) I can't attack a stalactite with psychic damage. Yes, you're going to need something physical. Yeah, I would like to attack it in such a way to try to make it fall. So I'm kind of looking for the the spot at that it's weakest. So it will. Um, yeah. Giant spike on top of a flail snail. Why not? Yeah. Actually, can you give me a? I'm going to say, can you can you give me a? I'm trying to think which one I want to use. An intelligence saving throw. Absolutely. Saving throw. Uh, it's a 17. 17. That works for me. So, because th- to me, this is more like playing pool than it is like actually physically attacking this thing. It doesn't take much to drop it. So, you all watch as Callie lines it up, lines up the shot, and then very carefully chucks one knife. Tink. First, you think nothing happens. And then you hear this awful crunching sound as the stalactite drops. And as it does, it strikes at the last snail that is in the back of the cavern with Freely. I was always very good at snooker when I was first created. I rolled really high. So that's a 10, 16, okay. Dealing 21 damage as it comes crunching down onto the soft fleshy part, missing the shell almost completely. Uh, Freely, can you give me a deck save? Why you dropped it on me? Ah! 
(laughs) (laughs) That was 22. More than enough. You go, you do a little cartwheel and deftly get out of the way as this stalactite falls to the ground, shattering, uh, sending shards of, of stone flying everywhere, utterly decimating this flail snail. What is happening here? It's like my keyboard keeps inputting. Oh, my zero key was stuck. I was oh. like, I'm not trying to deal 20,000 damage. I don't understand what's happening. I am. I mean, I am. <laughs> it's always been a dream of mine. Okay. And is, is that one dead? No. Mm. That one actually didn't have any damage on it. Does it look like that it- was the first attack? Okay. Does it look like it might be? pinned and maybe won't be as much of an issue anymore it looks hurt and you actually see it beginning to retract into its shell however it cannot do that until its turn awesome so that was my attack and that was my movement Mm -hmm. uh as a bonus action because i'm a rogue i will move because i can i can cunning action dash disengage or hide so i'll do that to continue to move away and encourage everybody we should not be in this cavern anymore. And that will be all I will do. Averin, it is your turn. Yeah, about that. So I'm going to follow suit. I'm going to start, I'm going to walk out of range of the snails if I can. Mm-hmm. And I am going to summon my spiritual weapon. Are you going to take the disengage action here? Otherwise they will get an op attack. However, you do have... Wait, okay, so you get three nah, images then I won't. and then you duplicate it, right? So, yeah, I got a roll. Uh, you know what? And then one <laughs> is down. So I think you have three left. It'll be fine. Um, I'm just okay. going to spiritual weapon this. <laughs> I'm going to cast this 60 feet into the ceiling. Okay. And I'm just going to start knocking on stalactites. Okay. Hoping to like knock another one loose and hit another snail. All right. So. Oh, ah, gosh. so you've played billiards as well. <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> so do you attack sort of ge- just generally? Uh, no, I'm trying to line it up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So when you cast the spell, you make a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. So I'm assuming oh, you're casting. A it says specifically a creature. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, At least that's my reading of it. No, no, no. I mean, if it says creature, it says creature. You know what? I'm going to do the crazy thing. I'm going to cast them- thaumaturgy. <laughs> so. Okay. Uh, I am, it makes my voice three times as loud. All right. And I'm going to continue to scream and hop up and down. (laughs) Okay. This is not at all what I had in mind. (laughs) (laughs) So as you do this, um, the stalactites come crashing down uh, with the thunderous sound all around Blink, Larry, Sophias, you, and uh, Freely. I'm going to roll to see, but it also comes crashing down around the flail snails. So let's see. Does Larry still have sanctuary? Yes. Okay. But that saves it from attacks. And I would read this more as like environmental damage. Rocks fall. Everybody dies. This is literally rocks fall. Literally rocks fall. (laughs) Oh God. Okay. Uh, Horse hockey. This is the worst. Six fall from the ceiling. And as they do, I'm just going to roll. You're welcome. You're welcome, everyone. This had to be done. They hit. Um, there's... Uh, thank you so much, Averin. This is such a, such a good idea. As it's good a, as the better idea. That it's I a Todd party kill. It's, it's a, everyone's it's, favorite. It's a super good idea. One Six seconds from now, when everybody's out of the room. <laughs> I just keep on chanting, can you feel the thunder? <laughs> 
I liked it better when it was godlets. 16. So I am a cleric. I am a god of action. <laughs> uh, one of the flail snails behind you, you know, the stalactite comes crashing down, crunching into its shell, pinning it to the ground. The next one. Boom. All, next one. <laughs> all five of me. Boom. Hits you, Avery. Yep. <laughs> As it does so, I guess there would be. F. I'm like wondering if the mirror image would even like I the because the way it's I not feel, trying to target it's yeah, not trying, yeah it's yeah, not yeah, trying yeah. to target so I don't yeah. think the mirror image here would help you it's just pure luck not unless um, not unless it's you versus me yeah. right now however <laughs> unlike the snail um you can uh, attempt to dodge for half damage so if you want to try a dex saving throw okay yeah I just want to take it I just <laughs> fourteen just about fourteen damage. Uh no let me let, let me do that deck save okay um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want I don't want to die I was joking <laughs> it was a funny ha <laughs> trying to beat a fifteen yeah it's a sweet sweet nine hmm. you take all fourteen of the damage as the stalactite comes falling down and crashing against you ow um, ow utterly impaling uh probably one of your legs as it goes Ooh. flying through ace ventura style um but it also breaks on contact just from the sheer force so you don't have to worry about being pinned there i still have four more of these i'm so worried for all of you <laughs> i just look over at Friel and like freely i'm like is this bad because i don't remember like like nah, is this like a bad thing physically when you're you're semi-mortal i just hold up my robotic arm and i'm like nah man it's fine Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> like, Avrin's acting like he can't feel pain. He's just like, is this not good? I can't remember if this just seals up right away. Another stalactite falls on another one of the flail snails. This is the one that is closer to you freely, utterly uh, uh, annihilating it. It doesn't even have time to retreat into its shell and uh, begin its death whale. It just dies completely on the spot. Oh my okay, god, do you remember the guy who sold down. us weed? This is like almost as bad. I literally, literally was thinking, literally, that this is what it was like when uh, he was singing, when Barden was singing. Maybe he's still singing. Because oh, Tobias. Ugh. Your guys' RNG is actually pretty good. Uh, the flail snail that had one of the stalactites fall through its shell, another one falls through its head, completely obliterating that one as well. It is dead. Your luck ran out. The third one falls on Callie. Wait, oh. no, but Callie retreated from battle. Yeah. Well, it depends on if I <clears throat> retreated far enough. Uh, it fell on no one where she was. Yay. Because I, I moved and bonus actioned, but you had said that I had to. I, I oh, just... so you're actually at where Averin and Sophias are at. So it would so, hit you. Bring it. All right. So you're looking it's at. It's not an attack, so I okay. can't uncanny dodge. Deck save. Okay, sure. You're very dexterous. Let's see what uh, happens. What is it, monks that have a bonus against environmental danger? Yep, I rolled a 12. You rolled a 12? In um, my head, I'm I'm just looking at Averin this entire time with this 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 shock and awe. And I look at him, I'm like, what in the horse hockey are you trying to do to us? And then I just get impaled. God of, okay. God of action. God of action. <laughs> you know, it's... It, Luckily no, for you, I rolled pretty action. poorly. Uh, so I got a six and a two. That's eight and then nine. So 10, 10 damage. I, well, um, I mean, it's mischief. Ow. So mm -hmm. yeah. it slices against your either. side and you realize if you were even half an inch over, it would have completely impaled you. Mm -hmm. um, and with that, Averin's turn is over. <laughs> <laughs> and Averin, everybody. <laughs> Averin may be over. 
Are you still alive? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh. Look how many snails I killed. Am, uh, I, not, am I not a benevolent god? <laughs> there's only two flail snails left. Yeah. You know, I look like there's just this split second, all the dust and the wailing and everything. I just look at Avrin and I go. <laughs> Meanwhile, behind you, behind Freely, Callie is holding her insides, looking at you going. <laughs> yeah, no, Freely's pretty beat up right now, too, but he's like, no, I mean, hey, can't argue with results, man. All right. This uh, is brought to you by a wisdom score of 16, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. So then the flail, the, that leaves one flail cell in the tunnel blocking right behind you that is on its turn going to move forward. And then the one that attacked you earlier, Averin. It makes two attacks. Uh, I, I think I'm supposed to roll it to save the DM from... Oh, that would help me a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I, I've been casting this spell forever, and I, I should have been <laughs> mm -hmm. more forthcoming about... Mirror Image is one of those things that it is amazing as a character and just awful as it's a DM. awful for the DM. I, I did the, write down that you have three left, so I did keep the, track of that. It gets worse, because I've run level 20 mostly, and uh, one of the classes, I don't remember which one, oh my has God, a way I'm to not give lying. mirror images to everyone. Mm -hmm. Everyone has mirror image? Oh my God, it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, it, it is the worst, uh, so I need to be doing, but I did roll a natural 20, I'm not kidding. Hey! Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nicely like, done. Like I'm like excited for the Nat 20 because like that's great for the chat. One of somebody in chat gets a legendary bundle, but this is like the most useless role. Oh, I know, right? Nat 20 on because you just need to be to six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I critically made you not hit me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> critical. It it definitely goes for the mirror image. Did it's you roll the twice? Most important, if that makes you feel better, it's the most important one to me. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, so you don't die. Yeah. Well, also trickery. I like to. Right. Yeah. Um, it does have multi attack. So, did you roll twice? Oh. It's <laughs> hoping you forgot because that's a great roll. <laughs> it's a 19. It's a 19. Okay. Wow. We're just going down. We're just going down. Okay. Slowly. Rid of all of them. Hi, math. Uh, I'm going to Both tentacles strike out. Doosh, doosh. And once again, in a puff of glitter and purple smoke, um, two of your mirror images uh, completely obliterate, saving you from the damage, leaving only one image behind, dancing and gyrating to cover your retreat. And with that, it is the top of the round. I would like to say that when that happens, because there's so much sludge and slime all over me because of what Sophia's threw at me. I like yeah. to, whenever my mirror images dissipates, I like to like do a run and a slide through it. So I like just go through the smoke, like like yeah. a stage magician, just like. Yeah. <laughs> like mind freak? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> wow. I haven't yeah, I just, I just slide oh, through my geez. own image like. Oh. <laughs> Off in the distance. I mean, it's, it's really flattered in Chris Angel, you know, <laughs> like just just somewhere. Just there's. I'm just not trying it. to flatter Chris Angel. This there's listening. just there's just Ed Hardy and rhinestones, just like sparkling, <laughs> like an angel getting its wings. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the lag tights are super impressed. <laughs> oh my gosh, yep. Freely, what do you do? So there's two that are still in the fight, and one of them is actively mm -hmm. attacking Avrin. 
one of them has actively uh, dispersed two of his mirror images. There was one uh, that moved on its turn. I guess I should have clarified that after Abram's turn. There's one that moved further up this like narrow passage uh, that you came in here through when you followed the mole in. So uh, Freely has not insignificant injuries, but uh, this is what this is what heroes do. Uh, I jump in front of the snail that is between Avrin and the snail because he's hurt, mm -hmm. and uh, green flame blade it. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, but yeah, that's enough because that's a twenty-two. Yep, like, that definitely hits. Okay, I'm like mm, nope. Hang on. I'm like this one. This one's coming home with Sophia's. Uh, thirteen points of damage. Thirteen points of damage. You slice at another one of its tentacles and it also begins its death wail. And as it does so, more stalactites start to fall loose uh, from the ceiling. Uh, however, at this juncture, most of you are near the sort of mouth of the of this like cavernous region that you are in. So Blink is the only one that needs to make um, the saving throw because he's further in the back where most of the stalactites have not fallen. Uh, he rolls a six, which is not great. Ugh. I just yelled, uh, Doc! A stalactite falls at seven, eight, uh, dealing him 10 damage as it um, completely uh, just like slices through his foot as it shatters on the ground. It is his I turn. I yell out, these caves will humble ya. And he says, they will. These <laughs> caves are treacherous. As he's like grabs his blunderbuss and comes hobbling after you. Um, his foot now like kind of slowing him down a little bit. And uh, as he like trudges forward, he uh, attempts to grab Larry, who on his turn um, has become obsessed with uh, the little wriggling worm on the ground and is trying to get at it. And he goes, uh, seeing that this is a, a fool's errand, he instead tries to grab the shell of one of the snails that has been completely killed by the stalactites and decides to leave with you. But you notice, Callie, he is not leaving without this shell. Let's see if he has. Oh, he's not strong. Oh. And make a strength saving throw to see how well he does. <laughs> he does with this. He got a twelve. Uh, so he starts to drag this this shell, which is almost the size that he is, behind him in and try to follow you all um, as he escapes. Larry is still obsessed with the mirror image, so he will be distracted for this turn. And with that, is it is Sophia's turn. So. Blink is trying to get a flail snail's shell. Yes. Are there any shells that we can also get that are not? Yes. Um, that don't okay. have dying snails in them? There are yeah. two. Okay. Can I quickly run over and try grabbing both of them and put them into my bag of holding? <laughs> they are large. Very large. Okay. Maybe just one then. Yeah. Because they're the size of corgis, right? Okay. No, no, no. So, the I'll... moles are size of corgis. The flail yeah. oh. shells are giant. No. Yeah, I, I posted a picture. These things are like the size of pickup trucks. Oh, God. They're okay. huge. Yeah. They're, they're shells. Mm -hmm. Okay, then the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm also going to try and cut off as many tentacles that haven't already been cut off and shove them into my bag of holding and any tentacles I can see laying around the ground. Okay. Yeah, are they all dead? No. No, there's oh. still one more and there's still several screaming and Yeah. There is There's just frantic there is, going on. So there's three that are actively dying, two that are dead, and one that is in the hallway blocking your retreat. Uh should we kill them? <laughs> kill the rest, yeah. Well, it looks like most of them are already dying and there's just one that is blocking our way. Um can I pick up one of the stalactites and throw it at the flame mm -hmm. snail? 
Well, the stalactites have mostly like crumbled upon impact with the floor. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, since they are, okay, I'm going to use my crossbow, I guess. Okay. And just fling and. Is it like a really dope crossbow though? With like 8,000 oh, gears? Oh, so dope. <laughs> oh. It's, just, it's yeah. just all gears. It's all gears. As compound, I like, compound if I, bow. As I like pull the bow back, you hear the clink, 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 clink of like eight different gears. <laughs> I rolled a nine for damage. Um, what did you roll to hit? You have to beat a 16. To hit. Oh my God, I got a 16. Oh, wow. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so that awesome. hit. Yeah. And then you deal nine damage to the flail snail that is um, making its way up towards the mouth of the cavern where the rest of you are. Callie, it is your turn. Anybody next to the remaining flail snail? The one in the hallway is the only one left. Yeah. Is there, yeah. like, is Blink Nobody's next to it? Nobody's made it that far in yet. And Blink is preoccupied with trying to drag the stalactite-impaled uh, shell that was near Averin, um with him as he's uh, trying to leave. Okay. But the one he's dragging isn't screaming, right? No, this was the okay. one that was like killed on impact. Okay. All right. I guess I'm going to attack it. I'm just not going to get any sneak attack, which sucks. So she will, uh, she'll continue to retreat. She's not going to stand next to this thing, but she'll produce her knives. And okay. Say, uh, we, we should continue to leave because all of this is very daunting. And all right, here we go. Psychic blade number one. That's a 23 to hit. <clears throat> that definitely hits. Uh, it's going to be six psychic damage. Okay. Psychic blade number two is a 21 to hit. That hits. That's only going to be four damage. Okay. And she will move as far as she can into a position to be in safety. Okay. <laughs> so basically there is, in its next movement, it will be able to get to you merely because it's been moving on every turn and you've been moving towards it <laughs> every turn. Yeah, but you can, are out of range for now. If I can move in a position so that I'll block, blink, and uh, mm -hmm. the... I've forgotten the name of the mole. Oh no, Larry. Larry, Larry. I would like you to forget Larry. What's wrong with you? I, you know, the entire <laughs> ceiling is falling in on us, and so I am a little bit preoccupied. Thank you very much. I would like to. Like constructs so are built with no heart. I am built with nothing but heart. Thank you very much. I would just like to not be squished with at this moment and save my dad. I, I want to move so that the flails now would have to come basically past me to get to Blink and the mole, and okay. that'll be it. And then with that, it is Avrin's turn. How close are all these? Okay, how many snails are screaming? Three, <laughs> and the stalactites are continuing to shake, and you know and they're all like really close, right? Starting to come down. Well, there are there's one closer to you, and then there's two towards the back of the cave that you are all pretty far away from. Oh, I remember this. Uh, you know what? Uh, the screaming is a lot for me, so I'm, I'm not really a big fan. If that's okay with everyone, everyone okay with that? This is why we are trying to leave. Oh no, you, that's you know what to do. Uh, you know what? Uh, I think everyone should just like chill and be quiet for a bit. And I cast silence on all the stands. Oh, that'd be nice. Okay. I create a 20 foot cone of complete silence. No sound can get through any creature or object is in, that is entirely in the sphere is immune to thunder damage. So good for them. Okay. The creatures are deafened while entirely inside of it. Casting a spell that includes verbal, verbal components will mm -hmm. not work and sound cannot get out. Perfect. All right. So from my interpretation, because it doesn't get a saving throw on this, it just works. 
Yeah, saying yeah. this is nasty. So it's it's a uh, shell does not uh, protect it in any way. And it's this is like almost jarring. It's like almost ethereal as this happens. You know, you see this like the spell kind of uh, emanate out from Averin, fill the room. And th- what was chaos before with like the death whale and the falling rocks in just silence, utter silence. Huh. I like to think it's very creepy. And, and I just go like, I go, shh. Yeah. And the stalactite stop quivering. Things stop falling from the ceiling, which is good because at the bottom of this round, they would have damaged you again. Mm -hmm. And there's almost like an eerie, quiet and meditative silence as you're all filled with this like eerily quiet sound, Um, which isn't as comforting as you think it is. Because when things are dead quiet, you can like hear your own pulse. You can hear the blood kind of like rushing through your veins. And the chaos is now uh, sort of replaced with this like creepy lack of anything just uh just a vacuum i say through the psychic link thanks i hate it (laughs) thank you i love it uh even i i see how you kept uh alindra quiet when she was a baby i never thought of that just silence so she'd stop talking all this time i thought that you were her favorite and turns out you were just using magic on her Although he's not anybody's favorite. Um, there's still the one last. There is right. still the one last left. Um, on its turn, it makes its movement <laughs> and comes within reach of uh, Callie, who is the closest to it. It's going to make its attack. I got a, what is my modifier? I know what it is. Here, it's here somewhere. Negative four. Huh? Nothing. Negative, you say negative four? <laughs> I got a um, 16 and an 18. Both hit. So I will uncanny dodge the first one. (laughs) (laughs) So the first one you take half damage from? Yes. So the first one only does four damage to you. And the second one does seven. Mm. Tunk, tunk. Mm. The two flails bat against your armor, punching in one of the wooden plates, leaving a nasty dent, and then striking out again against your arm, um, knocking it backwards at an awkward angle, but you managed to chunk it back in. And with that, it is Freely's turn. And the only one left is all over her, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know what to do. <laughs> Run in on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, that is a 16. That hits. Hey, all right. Does the silence extend this far? Like when when the this one finally dies, will it also be encompassed in the silence or will this one start to wail? It depends on if it manages to make its next movement. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17 points of damage. Here. 17 points Ooh. of damage. Mm-hmm. Slice. Another flail comes flying off of this creature as you, as you deal it damage. Uh, you notice it doesn't look good. It looks... Uh, very much the worse for wear. And then it is Blink's turn. Blink is going to spend his turn continuing to drag the shell after him. You see him shouting and you don't know what he's saying. He actually manages to drag it a few feet behind him. And you notice this like very sturdy old man has like that old wiry strength that like old farmers have. His like forearms are unnaturally like veiny and just very coarse and tan. And even though he lives in the underdark and he grabs it and he like starts to pull and he does manage to pull it 10 feet. Why why are you attacking me right now? I don't understand. (laughs) Get that old man strength. Thank you. I and as he it. does so, you notice he's like trying to like click and make sounds to um to uh to Larry to try to catch his attention, but this is a zone of silence, so there is no 
there is no way for him to get Larry's attention. Larry is still preoccupied with the with the uh, minor illusion uh, that Sophia's cast on the ground, almost playing it with like the way a cat does. And with that, it is Sophia's turn. Oh, I was not prepared. <laughs> you surprised me. Sophia's is going to look at Avern and say, um, you can never judge me again for misusing my butter. And she's going to hold her hand on where the stalactite stabbed him through the leg and cast cure wounds. <laughs> okay. That was, that was, um, is there a verbal component to cure wounds? There no. probably is. Oh, there isn't. There's well, a semantic. There, there can there can be. That's more healing word, but it's it's okay. a uh, I haven't looked it up in a while. I never play healers. Let's go to the tail of the tape. First of all, all how cleric, dare you? Second all of all, all cleric spells I think are mm. verbal. Yeah, because yeah. You're, but I I don't know if you're casting it as an artifice or if you get to do something else. But if it's a cleric spell, yep, verbal and semantic. You have to be able to talk. Yeah. Mm. I think this one is just maybe touch. Uh, no, I, it's verbal. Cure wounds is oh, verbal. Is. You have yeah. to be okay. able to talk, yeah. Um, so I do nineteen points. Oh no, you can't. You can't. You can't because can't, the silence. Because oh. the silence. Yeah. Yeah. nothing. No one can speak at all. Don't speak. I'm not going to get us a DCMA, <laughs> but now it's in your head. My work here is. Why done. would you do it? Why? You're welcome. Why, Dave? Psychic damage. Psychic damage. That's my. That's my vicious mockery God, right you there. You were my friend. You're welcome. Can I silence B, Dave? Will? <laughs> Will? Hello? <laughs> Do I it have that power? Anything. Hold on. It doesn't say anything about speaking. It it, it has a verbal component, it, so yeah, it can't. That, that, v, that V, comma, oh. S is verbal, comma, somatic. You have to be able yeah. to talk and move. Yeah, yeah, and the psychic link doesn't ah, count as tricky, tricky. Yep. Okay. So, like, if you were like well, tied up, you. I am do casting it all the move. worst spells, by the way. Like, but, I'm casting mm -hmm. like. Avedon, I stand by what I said. You are only hurting yourself in the most literal way. <laughs> you hear? I cannot. I cannot help link. you. I cannot help you. Do you have uh, any spells that don't have a verbal component? I do believe you have a healing potion. Oh yeah. Hold out your hand. <laughs> She just drops it in. Okay. <laughs> Walks away. <laughs> oh. Very passively aggressively, Sophia's hands you. Or I should Go. say begrudgingly. Yeah. Go heal, your, like heal yourself. Nothing, nothing silences passive aggression. <laughs> <laughs> and walks towards the exit, I'm assuming. Yes? Yes. Okay. Where uh, healed, Callie is. It, it heals him for uh, 10 points. 10 points. Perfect. Like, just dump it on me. <laughs> yeah. She tries to talk, oh, no, fails, no, no, no. I guess he could drink it, it on like, his turn. It was like uh, throwing yeah. a martini glass in the guy's face. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'll allow it. Just for, I like it for flavor. Yeah, no, no, no. I will allow it. So you heal for 10 points of damage, Abel. <laughs> yeah. And uh, with that, it is Callie's turn. But not all of the things running down my face aren't tears. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm still next to this snail. You are. But I got. Oh. Freely you're in the, here you're in the game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Freely is engaged with it as well. Oh, all right. We got one more of these, Freely. Let's do this. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Time to go to work. She's looking a little worse for wear as well. 16? Mm -hmm. I forgot what I'm supposed to hit. 16 hits. Okay. I get psychic. I get sneak attack. That's good. Mm -hmm. I said in the uh, psychic link, do you think your dad sells a warranty on you? Uh, yes, but it will just be for spare parts, unfortunately. Uh, oh. 17 psychic damage. 17. So as you deal 17 psychic damage, that last uh, flail comes slicing off of it 
and it retreats into its shell and lets out the awful death whale. However, as you look up terrified, you notice there are no stalactites above you. Okay. Um, you just have to deal with that. This time you notice freely when it starts doing this freely just goes does go like shh, 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 and I begin just like stabbing it repeatedly until it stops. Because okay. it's dying in pain. I really am like it is. Yeah, it is dying. Um, these things gain total cover <laughs> yeah. when they uh, when they die. That being said, um, so it can't be directly targeted by an attack, even if like so. Let's see. It would have to be. It would have to be an area of effect attack. Oh, I think, yeah. I think that's my understanding of total cover. Um, no, okay. I mean, if if I have to let it scream and die, then I will. I mean, it, mm -hmm. I, I did intend it mercifully. Uh, you know? Not the noise. I will yeah, just yeah. reach uh, out a hand. Yes. So, uh, can you make a bonfire? Maybe we can cook some snail. Escargo. Escargo. If we have something to set on fire, I can certainly set it on fire. I'm going to uh, re-up the psychic link to include Blink. Mm -hmm. As soon as you include Blink, he says, that one's going to bleed out in 13 minutes in the psychic link. <laughs> Why are you yelling? This is mental. What? I have included you in the mental link that we all have. I would oh. suggest that we retreat until they stop screaming, please. I'm retreating and I'm going to take this shell with me. I Wait told a minute. you these caves would humble you. If you had just Avery. taken the one shell, why'd we kill six of them? <laughs> I'm going to try to take all of them, but I'll have to come back from since you brought the cave down around you. Uh, no, I think we're going to take several of the shells with us instead. Thank you, though, very much. Yeah, I think one shell each is a fair trade. But that oh, I'm 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 OK with that for the the, 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 the tracking bonus. I should get one. That's fair. That's and you'll fair, get two yeah, and that's... we all get one. Fair's fair. You're that's... good folk. Good people. As he continues to drag his his giant shell. Why, am I, why is he still yelling in the psychic link? Why why pain? Why so much pain? Pain much, oh, wow. Sorry. You're lucky this wasn't a mimic cave. It felt like it was. I'm sorry, Avery. How do you so know it's not a mimic cave right now? It, uh, <laughs> you know, she knows. She knows. How do we know you're not a mimic gnome? How, you might be a mimic gnome. <laughs> Sending us terrible that ideas. Type, that type of incredulous, in, 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 inquisitive nature is what you need to survive down here. I, These caves will humble you. I just put my hand on Callie, both of us being just beat to heck, and I, I just look at her for a second, and I'm like, you have a lovely home. <laughs> I, I, didn't I can you. fix that for you back at my place. You know. I, I got I, tools. I, I'll I do. bang those dents right out. I appreciate you know. that. Uh, I think at the moment we would just need uh, whatever assistance you can in, in travel to make our trip as quick as possible. And then also maybe a short rest in order for me to fix myself. Thank you. I need I, as much rest as possible. How about you all come back to my place? I, all right. I, yeah, everyone, everyone leave leave the quiet place it's a good place everyone leave the quiet place can everyone just leave the quiet zone of you know well, silence oh i'm long to be gone. to be, uh, to be oh, sure yeah, I'm on my way out to, to uh, be clear these these shells are so big do we have a way to transport them or do we need to like bury them so we get them on our way back out or something they're like mm -hmm. 250 pounds each <laughs> i'm stronger than i look i know but do we have any way of <laughs> we will i will convince <laughs> someone <laughs> yep Wait, I... how, how many pounds can a bag of holding hold? 500. So 
But if you've Could got I... anything in the bag of holding mm. and you put more than one in oh, there, guess God, what's going to happen? I'm a hoarder. I have so much shit in there. Okay, uh, just uh, one shell then. <laughs> no, we need. What? What? Can, how much do they weigh? Two hundred and fifty. I mean, oh, I can carry a bunch. I can carry a bunch. How much do you have in the the, the bag? Uh, she dumps out her bag of holding like a purse, <sighs> mm-hmm. and there's worms, tentacles, brains, eyeballs, hearts, entrails of various animals. Twenty um, chapsticks. A bunch of chapsticks. <laughs> um, like twelve hairbrushes. Right. Sophia. Uh, Avedon, uh, are you sure you're able to hold all of this? Probably like eight coffee mugs I've never washed out. Yeah, no, I can, I can hold all that. And I cast Mass Healing Word. I'm like, you've never, you didn't even get hurt that bad. And everyone gets six hit points. Up to six targets get six huh. hit points back. Okay, do you want to, I guess, do you want to include Larry and Blank? I'm assuming yes. Yeah, I do. Okay, you notice I'm, his foot heal I'm up. Holding... And now he pulls this 250-pound shell with even more vigor. He's got really great deadlift form too on this. He just gets down, lifts with his legs, and starts to pedal backwards. I'll yeah, humble you, rip and rip, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I'll humble you. Mm-hmm. He knows. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's got it. When he first came down here, he didn't know which way was up, which way was down. He thought it was all down because it's the underdark. Now he knows. I mean, it's mostly down. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't know. I misjudged. He continues to drag <laughs> the shell. Meanwhile, Sophia is trying to put that second shell into her bag. <gasps> mm-hmm. um, yeah, you can fit two in there. It'll take you. It'll take you effort, but you can do it. I will. Um, I will help hold open the bag for Sophia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, and Callie will watch in fascination as this two hundred fifty pound shell goes into the bag. It's like, oh, that is going to be interesting coming out. Isn't it all? Yes. Are we still talking about hot dogs? <laughs> I, I never stopped. It, no, it is. You see, I have a lot of um, uh, consumable butter in the bag, so it'll be fine. I'm stuffing all of Sophia's stuff into like my bags, and like I've just got like a puffy leather armor bag. All the bags are full. All the bags, and I'm just like pretending like this is not a strain, and I'm like covered in sweat. I'm like. <gasps> Also, uh, one like- of these, and yeah, Blake points uh, to what can only be described as a leather-bound fanny pack around his waist. Um, I, I would it love has one. beaded tassels on it. Oh, ooh. Um, is it a fanny pack of holding? Or, or uh, well, you're yeah, not sure. I, I would love one of those. Or also, uh, it'll um, cost you. Don't worry, I'll take you back to my place. I'll show you. I run a little gift shop for tourists, people like you. Oh God! Uh, do you have if, like my name on a little tiny uh, chain with like a little label? This I might. Avrin. I got lots of you stuff Av- there. Avrins <laughs> and Sophia's. Important, important point of clarification: as we're as we're getting these shells, are we cleaning the meat of the snails out? And if so, are we leaving it there? I think we need some meat. I'm taking all the meat. Yeah. All right. Then yeah, let's go. Drag the between all of us. We can we can move it. And as, <laughs> as you do this, uh, you know, Blink kind of like. Very aggressively nudges you, Callie, and says, "They don't know. Flail snail tastes awful. Tastes like snot. They don't know. You know. Actually, I I do not. I was looking forward to finding out myself. Nah, you know." And he continues to pull his <laughs> shell behind him. <laughs> like to retrieve my dagger, and I will use my real dagger to help get the meat out of one of these snails, mm-hmm. uh, like one of the one of the shells before Sophia sticks it in her bag. I'll I'll help her extrude. Yeah. He, he um, went from old man to the weird dude at the club. No, you know. 
I would try to explain more, but I feel like I want his respect more than I want his understanding. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It takes you some time, but you manage to scoop out some of the meat. The snails die out over the periods of time. And you notice that uh, Blink was oddly accurate with uh, his uh, sort of uh, determination of how long it would take them to die. And as you do so, you, you find yourself with a pile, heaping pile of snail meat and uh, three more shells. Excellent. I, and of course, I drop silence. I'm like, it was, okay. a careless, it was a careless whisper. The moment he drops silence, Freely belches really loudly. I was like, oh, <laughs> sorry. I, I like to think that silence doesn't like immediately fade. It's slow. So it's like, hey, okay. So, oh, can you hear yourselves now? Can you, is everyone talking? Is it? Oh, oh are, we do, are we doing ASMR again? Are we oh, doing okay. ASMR? Hey, we're going we're gonna to roll some dice. We're going to. Except hey, after all I'll, of the snails screaming, I imagine everybody's got that high-pitched noise, yeah, the yeah. leftover. Everyone like, starts talking like Blink, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> the band has turned off all the amps, We've but you can to, all yeah, still hear To us, it's, yeah, it's ASMR, and we're like, did you like my healing word? Mm -hmm. Callie, this is how you are supposed to fillet a snail. See, all of my years in the culinary school, the, the way that the gnomes uh, taught to me when I was growing up, you, you see you have to scrape the side to get the most meat. Am I screaming right now? I guess no. you are. Mm, that's no, okay. you're about I've, right. I've pulled out some of the leftover. I can barely you hear you. I'll have to talk louder then. Callie, he puts can you hear me? Horn in. Are you using the psychic link or not? <laughs> yeah. No, I do have to get the uh, ear horn. <laughs> I, do, I do say to Avrin, looking down at his leg, even though it's, I don't know if it's completely healed, I'm like, that's going to be a gnarly scar, though. You'll be able to, have a, be able to tell the story. My entire body is a maze of pain. I like that. A maze of pain. That's what they should call cave mimics. You have a slight obsession? I'm not judging. Clearly, you've been hurt. He's never <laughs> been to one. He doesn't know. Uh, neither of you, buddy. It's a one-way trip. But I feel like, like, feel like oh, I'm in I know right about now. cave mimics. I know. They'll humble you, right? They'll humble you? No, When Avrin says they'll humble you, I point at him. I'm like, he knows. Maybe. I've tried to explain to them multiple times about cavens, and they keep uh, insisting on bringing the entire cave down. So, I mean, it keeps working, though, Callie. It keeps but working. So and she'll one. push one of her sides a little more into place and mm -hmm. say, that is, working is a way of describing it, yes. And she'll go back to helping Sophia's. Mm -hmm. Are we able to load these shells onto his uh, mole cart to move? He makes you aware that he'll only be able to transport two. So, well, she's got two in the bag. So, like, mm -hmm. two additional or two including the ones that are his? Two, well, two including his. Yeah, because we've only so got... one of your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all right. So, I mean, I guess I'm the only one that probably can carry mine. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right, because Sophia's has two. He can put one. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll carry it. Okay. You'll need help. Can... You'll probably have to carry it between you and Callie. Well, with my uh, negative one strength, I'm like, yeah, I was about to say, right, I feel like Callie's not the help. one that is going yeah. to help with this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's slow hurt? going, but you make it. Is anyone else hurt? Oh, yeah. I'm at oh. 17 of 38. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down. Her I'm, I'm, left I'm still side down is just destroyed after everything that happened. Like, even with the healing, like, every once in a while, she just stops and she pushes something back. How far is your home? Do we want to take a moment to heal before we leave? Or Oh, these moles will get us there in no time, especially with Larry there in the lead. I, okay, I, I do walk over to Kelly. Kelly, I'm uh, so uh, you got hit. I'm that's unfortunate, you know. Fate uh, can be terrible. Who could have guessed? But also, 
I, I put my hand on her shoulder. It'll humble you. And I cast cure wounds. I, I have taken four both. psychic damage, but then you used to get healed. Pray <laughs> <Right>. hit points. <laughs> he says that, and I produce one of my knives, and I'm like, I've been humbled multiple times already in this place. <laughs> Would you like to try that again? <laughs> you, you don't want to be healed? <laughs> okay, that's new. <laughs> I, I will be fine. Why don't you save that in case we encounter more ceilings that want to drop on top of us? Yeah, I, I need some rest. I'm kind of, I'm a little pooped after all that. All right, well, let's get the moles in a line. And he grabs Larry, who's like, you know, about the size of him, grabs him from underneath the belly, pats him on the arrowhead that's sticking out of his head and hobbles him over to his spot, the front of the train, right next to Lisbeth, straps him in, goes to the back where the sled is, uh, helps freely load in that last shell. And then sitting on one of the shells is like kind of his makeshift driver's seat. Says it was a good haul today. You're not bad for tourists. And psh, the moles start taking off. It takes a second. They're like, you know, kicking up dirt, but you're not moving. And you wonder if they'll be able to move it. And then the sled lurches forward slowly at first. And then it starts to gain momentum. And then as you hit certain tunnels and breezeways that that Blink seems to know inside and out, you start going downhill. And as you go downhill with the momentum of the sled and the moles pulling you, you make a very good speed. The air whizzes by you. It's cool and comforting. Um, occasionally, little drops of moisture fall on your head from God knows what. You don't even want to think about it. And then all of a sudden, you come to a screeching halt. There is a large stable Blink takes to unhooking all of his moles as they go running to their respective little burrows. And you notice they have their names written above and like cozy straw to nestle in as well as like little dirt mounds to go and burrow in. And uh, he pulls a lever on the side that pours out like grubs and all matter of, of, of spider and stuff into this like trough where they can all collectively feed. And he, he pats all of them on the head and the nose and the flank and the butt. And you're like, oh, you're a good girl. You're a good girl, Starla. Oh, but you're my favorite. Don't tell the other ones that. I immediately look over at Freely and expect him to join in the <laughs> I do the same thing to Freely. I scratch my other chin. Yes, you're my favorite warlock. Who's my favorite Rebu warlock? My spell slot left. <laughs> you know, no, I, but um, actually, uh, Fre Freely, Freely doesn't interfere because I'm just watching how he's doing it because they all seem happy. Like I'm, I'm more watching how it, it goes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I would like to get out of the cart. Yeah, and go down on one knee and produce a bouquet of uh, of flail snail eye stalks and also appendages <laughs> to Sophia's. Oh, Avrin, it is the most beautiful bouquet of horror I have ever seen. Thank you so much. I hope one of the tentacles just like looks over at her and blinks. <laughs> just a little bit of life left in it. She casts fireball on the one that blinks. Right, cook of murder. I just hand you the bouquet. <laughs> it's an edible arrangement. <laughs> Immediately, Callie is there. So what does it taste like? Oh, you know, it is a little uh, chewy. Um, I told you. They're I chewy think, you know, grainy. They're a little grainy. I think it had the heat a little too high on this one, so it cooked too much on the outside. It looked like it was cooked, but it's a little too chewy and gooey on the inside, but it is okay. How dare you? I was muted during all of my umbrage. <laughs> they're not that mad. They're not that bad if you deep fry them, little Missy. Get yourself uh, if, some good, some good lard. And deep fry. If only we had butter. 
or if butter. only we if only we had like 200 pounds of butter on us <laughs> it gotta or, be down to about 80 pounds by now yeah less might work i don't know well it's Although, just like eh, you know maybe 198 pounds i do look at blink and i just say uh actually in the psychic link just to cali i'm like uh, is it a secret that your family is worth enabling or can we talk to this guy? Like, I mean, it is not a secret. Uh, no, absolutely. Blank. Uh, we're on the way to find her family to make sure that they're all right. I don't know. You, you said you could give us a lift at least part of the way. I think that was our understanding before we almost, you know, died in the pursuit of these shiny trinkets. Right, right. I'll, I'm a, I am a gnome of my word. I'll be sure to take you there by any paths I know. Uh, do you have any idea where your family is? Do you happen to have a map of some sort? I, I just know the routes that I took to get up to the surface to begin with. I'll see what I can produce, but we're not going anywhere else tonight. The moles are tired, aren't they? Oh, come here, Larry. Oh, and he like smacks Larry on, oh, the, me on the head. Me too, roughly. Larry. Me too. Larry had a rough day. He's still a little hurt. Look at his little paw. And he lifts Larry up by the belly. Look at his little paw. Look at it. Look at it. Look at I use, it. I um, use my my last my last spell slot to cure light wounds on Larry. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, hey, little buddy. And I give him back uh, eight hit points. That's enough. He was only mm -hmm. missing six. I use one of my cure wounds, poke at Larry, but don't. And I heal my own leg. <laughs> it's okay. Freely's got him. His little paw kind of like <laughs> looks better. And he like flexes it and like snuffles appreciatively. You're not bad. I like you. Their moles are good creatures, noble, humble, good creatures. And he like pats Larry on the belly and then like hobbles him back over and drops him back in the pen. And he's like, well, come on in. And he leads you back behind the stables. And you notice this is a very mossy part of the caves. It smells really fragrant. It smells really earthy and vaguely of mushrooms and and uh, uh, reeds almost. And And as you, or ferns, I should say. And as you uh, turn the corner around behind the stables, you notice um, he has a hut and it's made out of um, uh, honestly things that uh, he's found in the caves, uh, random pieces of wood, pieces of snail flail shell, all types of uh, manner of, of, of things have created this like sort of round hut. It's not large, but it's his. But what you notice most of all is right out front, there is a rickety little, almost like a vegetable stand and written on top of it is Blink's Turon Trap. And in it, you see all the shiniest, worryingest, Things you can ever imagine. There's so many sounds, so many glints of different light coming from this place, emanating smells. And uh, Averin, you notice it, the smell of Arcana comes almost like flowing out of this little shop. And it is full of glass baubles. And you notice over on the side that there is an area like that is a glass blowing workshop. And he looks back at all of you and he says, uh, I blow glass, snail flail glass. I like the shells, but the glass is really where it's at. We didn't get any glass today. She knows the glass is the good part. I'm surprised that you did not try to capture one of these so that you could harvest the glass for later. Have you never thought of that? We should go in business together. <laughs> I, I have duties that I must attend to, but... Um, we could get you a helmet, put you in the pen. You could get in there and get it and come out. Let us talk about this after I've already gone on my mission to save my father, but I am, I am not opposed to this On idea. the way back. All the way back. You got uh, my address now. How many tourists do you usually get at your establishment? Not a lot. Not a lot. 
sales have been real low. If you want to help out little old blink, small local business owner, I'd be mighty appreciative. I got, I got some nice stuff. I got some stuff. Sophia, is there anything you could craft out of this show? Well, of course, of course, Avern. But, uh, you know, that's not important right now. Uh, Blink, I have an extra shell. You know, if you wanted to uh, salvage some glass, it seems like uh, that would be your newest. Oh, that adventure. would be lovely. Oh, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, whoa I've been whoa, trying to make shells an armchair. Away, I could take some of that shell and make a beautiful armchair out of it. I make my own wicker furniture, and uh, I like to use the shell pieces as some of the more supporting beams. Yeah, but all I, handmade. I, I think that would make a very beautiful mosaic chair. So here you go. <laughs> oh, thank you kindly, ma'am. Oh. You know what? Just for that, for the kind offering of this shell, you can have something from my little my little shop. Hmm. I want to choose the shiniest thing. What is that uh, goblet that you have up there? Looks like it is maybe made out of uh, a pure glass and crystal. Yeah, he pulls like this, like this very shiny crystalline uh you know vial with a with a thing on the top off the shelf and it has like silver uh sort of filigree around the bottle and he hands it to you and he says you got a good eye this is uh, my patent universal solvent and he hands it to you and uh, oh. this is a uh, wondrous item it is universal solvent it is a milky liquid with a strong alcohol smell. You can use one action to pour the contents of the tube onto a surface within reach. The liquid instantly <clears throat> dissolves up to one square foot of adhesive it touches, including sovereign glue. But uh, yeah. Also, VSB, a, a little careful with that, especially around me, okay? But if he was an arm, she's like it... just throwing it up and catching it. What is the problem? What is, uh, what? is it dangerous or something? It could dissolve. One of the whole times parts. it goes up, I mage hand. <laughs> I'm like, ah, it would reduce her to a puddle of component parts. And the oh. mage hand comes back down to Sophia's. Oh, it's she good stuff. It. Oh, it's good smells, stuff right there. It smells it dangerous. Thank, thank you very much. This, this very will come stuff. in handy, I am sure. Well, thank you for the shell. I feel like it's a fair trade. It takes a lot of that goop for me to get one vial of that stuff. But I think you'll make good use of it. I think so, too. Well, anybody else? Buy, sell, trade? Do we I, each have a shell? Like, how many shells do we have to trade? Yeah, we have four total shells. Okay. Three. One of them is his. Uh, I thought we recovered six. Uh, and he, so he took two, two and we and each took one. one. I think you were the only one who grabbed one. Oh, you guys. I uh, helped you grab yours, yeah. Yeah, uh, you so you have, you have a total of three, and Sophia's traded one, so you have two. I would like this to take a close look at this display. Like, do <laughs> I see anything there that would be of value in our, our trip? Or is it all um, ornamental? Give me a, let's see, like an investigation check. Sure. You know what? Just for fun, I'm also going to use my talent die because why not? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, that's a 33. With a 33, the thing that catches your eye first is these beautiful glasses. They are large and ornate. And uh, when you put them on, they almost make you look like a mole. And you notice that this is once again from the refined glass made from that uh, the snail trail that he has like scooped up and like, you know, refined into something. And they are goggles of night. While wearing these dark lenses, you have dark vision out to a range of 60 feet. If you already have dark vision, wearing the goggles increases its range by 60 feet. Oh, this would be. Very but you look very mole like when you wear them. 
They make your eyes not bigger, but much smaller. Oh. <laughs> and she's already got like big <laughs> blue, just like glowing mm-hmm. orb eyes. And so now they're just little tiny pinpricks yep. in these yep. big Coke bottle glasses. Like you're very <laughs> pensive. Yeah, you're, re- you're reverse Maz Kanata right now. She yep. immediately, because she doesn't really have a nose, starts doing the thing yeah, where you push yeah. glasses up on, yeah. There's a nice little strap on the back to tighten. He grabs it and tightens it. And even though you, you know, you have a nice metallic head, you feel the metal crunch a little bit as he tightens it, maybe a little bit too tight. There you go. It is good craftsmanship. Absolutely. Move this off of, oh, there we go. That's a little bit better. These would be very useful. Could, what, what are you asking for these? Make another shell for it. Unfortunately, I, I do not have a shell of my own. Uh, for those that come mm, by your I, establishment I, without shells, is there anything else I, that you're willing to trade for? Did we not like I, I get slapped tons the, of shells? I, I slapped. I slapped this. No, we 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 got three total. But uh, I just uh, I pushed my shell forward. And I'm like, no, have at it, Callie. You uh, are, you need to be able to see in your own home. Are you sure? Absolutely. Thank you, Freely. I really appreciate that. That's a good friend right there. Freely, that's very nice of you. What a what a nice little. And he was nice to Larry too. Yeah, that's true. I'd never do that. Yeah, so... He starts to haul the other shell away. What do you know about the shells? Is there anything interesting? You can tell us about the shells. can snails? make pretty neat things out of them. Callie is now just looking like, at everything. Like, what? Give me a, tell me everything. Well, you see... Uh, Your entire place smells of magic. Snails are resistant to magic, and therefore a person can make all manner of anti-magic thing out of it or a magical thing out of it, I have noticed which is uh, honestly very, uh, what you wouldn't expect. Uh, tell me more. Uh, you can make, uh, make good shields. Oh, okay. shield, shields, you say? Mm. Do you know how to craft one of these shields and how long does it take? Well, take a long amount of time. Who needs a shield down here? And I pointed at Abram. Uh- uh, if you don't get hit, you don't yeah. need a shield. I was about to say, he freely pulls out one sword and pops the second one out. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm always, my hands are full. I'm li- literally holding a shield. Yes, yeah. but it, it seems like this would be an upgrade. No, no, no. I agree on all counts. It would, it would be very sparkly. Would uh, Sophia still... Wait. <laughs> what, Sophia, what are you doing right now? What? I'm just uh, making you something. It is a surprise. Uh, you know, it is uh, a little gift for me to you. Don't do, 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 do that for I don't know me. That you can, I don't know that you can top a stalk bouquet. I don't know if it will be better than uh, I stalk bouquet. You can't eat it. So already it is not as good. Um, but so, uh, uh, Averin, uh, I have made you a shield. <laughs> as you can see, it has your profile. On one side. Although Avrin. beautiful. And with the strap on the back and with your likeness on the front of the, the, the snail shell, it is still just a snail shell that weighs 250 pounds. Avrin, are you able to hold a shield that weighs 250 pounds? Yes, totally. She, hands it, <laughs> she like drags it to him. I don't know why I, I held it up so easily, but uh, here you go. <laughs> you, you can put it on your back and then you could be like a turtle. Yep, yep. Yep, very effective. I can just uh, you can like, be like a I can just suck myself into the shell. You can be like an old age godling cleric Averin. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue though. Like old age cleric godling Averin, old age cleric heroes in a half shell. Right, right. Let's uh, maybe we Averin put this in the back. That's, of that's catchy. I like that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we we'll workshop, workshop the shield we'll a little bit. We'll workshop it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, not your phrase because the song's terrible. Uh, let, let's uh, let, let's just workshop the shield maybe because I can't carry two hundred and fifty pounds uh, with one I arm. I see what you're hinting at. You want me to make you a shield? Mm-hmm. That seemed to be yeah. the implication. Yes. Well, well, well. So you said something else could be made as well, correct? Mm. He like goes over into his room and he puts on his night. His night robe, which you notice is a robe of scintillating colors. And it has uh, like a boa-esque fluffy trim on it. Does it come with matching fuzzy slippers? And he comes out very... God, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a sleeping cap with a tassel at the bottom. Yes. He comes out. Could you make Sophia's something? Well, not as garish as that. But um, yeah, could you make... But no, no. But with maybe Sophia's help, could you make something that, like a like, uh, like what? When I look at the way what he's wearing, what mm-hmm. does it have an effect on me? Is it weird? Is it strange? It, does it feel? Do I, yeah. Can I make an arcana roll? What's happening with him right now? Yeah. So just by looking at it, you notice it is made of like shifting colors of dazzling hues and almost like entrancing when you gaze upon it. Sophia's. Well, would you be able to fine-tune this uh, haphazardly manufactured shield? Okay, well, well, how much for, like, uh, well, that's very pretty. I like what you got going on. It's a little bit mm-hmm. of, it's a more color than I like to wear as I'm dressed completely in black. Sophia, do you like the, the colors? Well, yeah, of course I like the colors. I mean, turquoise is in there, right? Right. Well, why don't you get yourself a nice robe or a nice uh, nice uh, outfit, a shiny outfit? Oh, okay. Well, do they have any uh, turquoise and black? It doesn't come in that color. No, I don't want any then. It only comes in bright. Okay. I I will take the bright. <laughs> it is very And I will pretty. take the shoes and the hat. Well, oh, the you, shoes and the hat are one of a kind item. You can always like minor illusion it to be turquoise all the time, so. That is true. Yeah. But it'd take me time to make you one of these. But like how, how much time? Three weeks. It... Oh my. And I charge for labor. God. <laughs> I do charge for labor, especially if it's a rush job. I might be able to get it to you in one week, but it's going to cost you. All right. Can you make us one rope and one shield? Mm, I don't know if there is. We helped you kill the snails. Snail shell here. It's a a matter of material. He doesn't know. She knows. There's snail shell left in that cave. We helped you. We we saved. I'll heal your little tiny uh, hamster. Who knows what will happen to those shells in the time I have to take you over to meet Callie's family? Oh, do you know where that is? Were you able to find a map? No, that's something we'll have to work on over breakfast. <laughs> that seems fair. I am hungry and tired, much like my moles. All right. And I know you probably think, oh, look at this small business owner. He's taking me for everything I got. This is handmade. This is not mass produced. I am an artisan. It's taken me years to hone my craft. Well, Sophias, I'm more than happy, especially after Freely was so generous uh, to donate whatever I have. However, at the moment, I only have 12 silver silver, and my knives to offer in defense. So I'm not sure how much I can help pay for this. But whatever I have is yours. Well, I am not sure how much I have either to pay for this because um, I am all out of shells. Um, Tell you what, and- I'll start working on it. And when you come up with the money, just come up with it before you come and collect the robe. I won't even fair. charge a security deposit. Hey, if you never come and pick it up, then I've got two night robes. I mean, it's like a nice memento, right? Like you you help kill these snails and then you get to like- I kill snails all the time, kiddo. Not you, not you, not you. 
everything's about you. <laughs> no. Well, Sophia's when you're wearing very... a robe like this, you tend to think everything's about you. I know. You're dazzling. You do. You're dazzling. Absolute absolutely fabulous. A specimen of gnome kind. I thought you were supposed to be humble. I've never seen, uh, I've never heard anyone call a gnome a unit before, but okay. Yeah. Okay. You are the biggest gnome I've ever seen. As big as my moles. Uh, mm. I would say even bigger. Can Sophia's do an investigation check to see if there's any like moles protruding out of his shirt? <laughs> Gross. No. Stack the moles. Is he really just two moles? Just, just two moles. moles in a trench it, coat. In, 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 no, in a night. Dr- in a night in a robe. Night, in a night robe. Sleeping mm-hmm. robe. As long as he can continue to get me to my father, I do not care. He flops over to you in his like his furry slippers, and uh, you notice him pull out like a very like intricately made hammer. It's iridescent almost, and he starts banging on your your plate shells. And you notice cosmetically, he makes them look quite a bit nicer. He pops a tool into one into your chest cavity very roughly and gruffly, almost like the way, you know, your grandpa has like those fingers that just like get into every nook and cranny and starts popping out the dents and just like he's a very pokey old man, if that makes sense. He like gets his little fingers and is like, this part doesn't belong here and like pokes it back really roughly and snaps other something else, takes your elbow and then chunks it that way and then bangs Kelly? on it with a hammer. There's a moment where Callie wants to protest because he hasn't asked, but she doesn't want to annoy this gnome who's going to help her get to her father. So she just stands there. Oh, this is just awful. You can't go back to your pa like this. Look at what you've done. Look at these kneecaps. Oh, these kneecaps are going to take time. Uh, I was planning down there and starts hammering on your kneecaps. All right. Okay. Well, I was planning on doing this myself, but if this one doesn't even have a pinky toe. I, I do not have any toes. It's just uh, toes are extraneous. I feel like at one point you did. There's a mark there where something got cut off. Really? Think- can I have your uh, pinky? Just for like a minute. No, that would be weird. No, be I mean, <laughs> well, uh, I hate that. Like, we're well past that. <laughs> like, uh, sorry, I've literally grown quite attached to it. Uh, 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 and I'm going to start looking around this place for somewhere I can sleep. Probably near the moles. I need a long rest. Yeah. Yeah. Can you, is there a place that we should bed down for the evening? Is there a safe place? I'll make up some beds for you. You can sleep in my uh, stable. There's an empty stall. One of my moles passed in a cave in. Terrible cave. Oh, that sounds awful. Um, Shout out to our homie who ain't here. humble you. Before. uh, But it's soft and fragrant and clean in there, and it'll be safe for you. Safety is all I require. Before Freely goes to bed. I want to cast Cure Wounds on him one last time and whisper in his ear, it'll humble you. <laughs> I just, uh, I, 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 I lean over and I just like give him like a little slap in the back of his like wounded leg, like pow. Yep. <laughs> it's sort of like. There's a spur of blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I whisper to myself, it'll humble you. <laughs> <laughs> the snuffling of the moles kind of like lulls you to sleep you'd think it would be awful but moles are actually pretty quiet creatures and essentially eventually they settle down and kind of get ready for bed too they had a really long day um sure enough there is an empty stall there are white flowers on the little wooden grate that like that used to keep this creature in and as you get in you notice sure enough the straw is um very dry very fragrant very clean um, he brings you all blankets and strange furs, a large bat wing and goodness knows what else to kind of like make some makeshift beds for yourself. And uh, he says, um, 
See you all in the morning. Thank you very uh, much. We appreciate your hospitality. Yeah. Thanks. You're very welcome. Sorry I got to put you with the moles, but I only got the one room. No, that's fine. And Callie will actually position herself in the doorway. And as, when he seems to be leaving, she will sit down and go into sentry mode and just. I actually like when I go to sleep, I actually just sort of like prop next to Callie. So like if she comes to, I'll, I'll, I'll know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she'll she'll wake back up out of her sentry mode because she can still see and hear everything that's going mm -hmm. on when she's in that mode. Mm -hmm. uh, and she'll say to Freely, are you sure you do not want to get into a bed? I will alert yeah. you all if there's something coming this way. Oh, uh, yeah. OK. Who knows uh, when we're going to have another shot at this out in these caves? Just uh, something goes wrong. Just give me a little prick in the foot and I'll be right. And no. she'll cover him up with a blanket and then make sure everybody else is mm -hmm. is safe. And then Yeah, I snuggle up with Sophias and cover ourselves with a blanket. Mm -hmm. bat Thank wing. you. A nice Thank big leathery me. bat wink. I swear to God, I thought yeah. for a second you were like, I also cuddle up with Freely. It's like, this happened to me I thought he was going to say that too. No. You can snuggle up with one of the moles if you want. <laughs> Kelly is sitting cross-legged on the ground when she goes into sentry mode. Can one of them come up and like snuggle into yeah. her? Yeah, like we could definitely crisscross applesauce on the ground. One of them, like she just wakes up long enough to see one of them just sitting there. And Teddy, a little bit of scritch. Teddy comes and sits, pro pops himself into your lap. He's a little bit stinkier than the others, but he is especially kind. He sweats oh. a lot. That's okay. I know someone who can cast prestidigitation, and she'll scritch him, and then. Just... <laughs> Oh, Avon, you smell terrible. And she sprays butter <laughs> perfume all over him. <laughs> and as Teddy kind of like, so, you know, does this like almost like cat like kneading of your of your wood leg and, and goes around in six circles and settles down for the night. Uh, that is where we will leave our party until next week. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Silver and Steel. I did honestly think you were going to die in the caves on those stalactites fell. <laughs> I thought we were too. I had two I'm more aces up my sleeve. Yep. Mm -hmm. Nope. You're welcome. <laughs> Can't argue with the results. I was Can't surprised we weren't results. killed by the flail Absolutely. And, and also by the cave. We got lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I was like two six gargantuan creatures and I have two spell slots. All right, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Yep. yep. Listen, I have yet in my 30 years done a, to a total, a, to a Todd party kill. So we're okay. <laughs> Okay. You know, you put I mean, stuff we like were, but now you universe. said it out loud. So, but yeah. now yeah. you're all going to die. Now, <laughs> Everyone hubris. Roll new characters. Episode 14 will be our, our last of this season. Probably. But it's like, we're all going to die. And then the rest of the show's in Avernus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Megan and I are going to be goblins. Yep. <laughs> I would love to be a goblin. I love goblins. I love goblins. You look like a goblin when you put on your, your uh, steampunk glasses they're perfect yeah, they're, they're very, very, very to, I goggles. take that as a compliment I'm Just gonna mine. have to get a pair of those now now that yeah, I've got goggles for the night I'm so excited mm -hmm. <laughs> thank they're you so, so much awesome. for joining me you're all wonderful players and thank you audience for joining us as well uh let's get a round of introductions going who are you where can people find you B Dave take it away this well tomorrow Thursday uh Ascension, uh, Thursday mornings on Roll For It, Thursday nights at 5 Pacific, I'm DMing a darkened wish on twitch.tv forward slash D&D. Friday night, the Idol Champions one shot, I will be playing freely for Founders and Legends uh, with other people whose characters are in the game, and actually you would think I'd know who they are. I do not. And Saturday morning at 9, uh, Mr. Todd Kenrick will be joining me as I'm DMing a level 20 game with uh, Xander Genre, Melee so Damage, early. Nora, 
Nora Ibrahim, Jason Charles Miller, and Trish Hirschberger. That is Saturday morning for Founders and Legends at 9 Pacific. Then Sunday, these two beautiful people will be joining me for one-on-one shots, playing something and someone that we need to figure out. That should be either noon or one on Q times. I got to double check the calendar this week. And uh, uh, at B. Dave Walters, uh, trying to make a documentary. And that's it. Lauren. Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the community manager for D&D Beyond. I'm wherever D&D Beyond is. Wherever <laughs> D&D Beyond is sold. <laughs> Todd. I'm Todd Kenrick, and I get to play with all my friends on the show. <laughs> Megan. I'm Megan Kenrick. And uh, yeah, like live streaming D&D used to be a huge stressor for me because I wasn't used to going live with the stuff. But now... It is the highlight of my week, and Aww. I love it so much. And I love playing with you all. And Jasmine, you are a fantastic DM. Looking forward to this Sunday. It was news to me about uh, 15 <laughs> minutes before this game. Got to figure out what character <laughs> I'm going to play. And B Dave's uh, one on two. One on uh, two. That is true. We're two v one now. We're two v one. That is true. Two v one. I think uh, I think we can kill him. <laughs> Now you will destroy a god. (laughs) With the will of uh, Whittle, who is my rock gnome rogue, who uh, is hellbent of killing Strahd. You know, she's half gnome, half goblin. Noblin. The noblin. She's a a noblin. Also, Todd and I are also going to start doing our D&D duet starting next month. Yep. Have more details on that soon. Yeah. Doing it, I think, every Saturday or something. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, that leaves me. I am uh, that brown scroll. You can find me on Twitch six days a week. However, I am going to be out of town starting tomorrow for a couple of days just to rest and recharge a little bit. And then I'll be back. As far as RPG stuff goes, uh, I am launching a I know I've been talking about it for a few weeks, but uh, then there was a hiccup. But now we're back on track. I'm going to be launching an uh, oh, God, what's the name of the game? Ironsworn Ironsworn campaign with my good friend uh, Josephine McAdam. We're going to be co-oping it. Um, it's going to be very much Black Adder meets uh, Good Omens. I'm obviously the Crowley in that situation. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you can really? uh, check that out on my channel. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us uh, this week. And we will see you next week for uh, more flail snail shenanigans. Just uh, be careful when you're traveling because those caves will humble you. <laughs> They'll humble you. They'll humble you. They'll humble you. They'll humble you. These young kids think they're hot shit. <laughs> I am humbled. Silver and Steel features Jasmine Bueller as Dungeon Master, with players B. Dave Walters, Megan Kenrick, Todd Kenrick, and Lauren Urban. This podcast is pulled from our live stream, which airs on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash dndbeyond. It's produced by William Box in association with DND Beyond. Find out more at dndbeyond.com.